Welcome, foolish mortals, to Slice of Disney. I am your host, your podcast host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our podcast begins here in this introduction, where you hear my spooky voice as I begin our journey into this attraction's history as it appears in its corruptible, mortal state. This week on Slice of Disney, The Haunted Mansion. When hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I am your co-host, Will Lentz, horror movie-obsessed enthusiast and real-life ghost hitchhiker. If anybody is picking someone up, give me a ride, please. Yay! Those are my favorite! Oh, okay. Cool. Bet you didn't even know that... (laughs) I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, I don't think I knew that. I feel like I feel, well, I feel too many things. Yeah, usually. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> um, but I especially feel a lot right now because we're actually doing this. Full disclo- we are. Full disclosure, we've actually... Okay, I may or may not have recorded three hours of Haunted Mansion material, but then felt like that was a little overwhelming um, because I'm insane and I love the Haunted Mansion so much. Yeah, so it's so a true story. I am a hitchhiking ghost. If anyone wants to pick me up and take me to another podcast, that would be great. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, actually, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff to the Haunted Mansion, so I'm excited to get into it too, even though I don't love it as much as you do. It has the um, most interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, I hope not the most, because we've got to keep the podcast going after this, but, <laughs> uh, but a lot of interesting stuff for sure. Um, so I know I've actually talked with people that uh, have wanted to know more about your relationship to, to the Haunted Mansion, because you do love it so much. Like, it definitely, it's not the first thing I think everybody thinks of when they think of Disneyland, um, but everyone's got some form of, like, acknowledgement of it. So, like, what, what's the deal? Kelly I well this seems crazy to me because I'm like of course that's the first thing people think of when they think of Disney (laughs) yeah um so the Haunted Mansion has been my favorite ride my whole life when I was a baby and could speak I would just go spooky 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 house spooky house and I wanted to ride it over and over and I feel like I'm the kind of person who once I love something I will continue to love it like goldfish crackers um so i've loved the haunted mansion since i was a kid it's funny to me that you you throw out goldfish as an example there because it's like i know what you mean but the listeners have oh. no idea You're like oh. oh you know like goldfish the crackers <laughs> the thing everyone knows i'm obsessed with just um, so, i'm also um a goldfish cracker addict i think that 
out of all the things you could be addicted to, goldfish crackers is probably a better thing. Sure. Why not? Goldfish, if you're out there and you want to sponsor this podcast, our DMs are open. Y'all, that's been my my dream is to get sponsored by Goldfish. I love Goldfish. I eat way too many of them. But I also have way too many Haunted Mansion things. So <laughs> That's true. Too. Uh, while talking about all the Haunted Mansion uh, stuff you have... Um, I'm curious, like, what's your, if you have, if you have one thing that you wanted to share, like, with the audience, like, what's the coolest Haunted Mansion swag you have? I don't, God, so much. What's your favorite? Ugh, this is not a fair question. Well, okay, I, I don't have, like, a shrine, so don't get me wrong, but, like, it's probably close enough. Like, I have a, a corner of my room that has, um, the, the paintings, from the stretching room, which is, that's one of my favorite parts of the ride, which is funny because it's not even on the ride yet. But that I have hung up. And then I have the blueprints of the original Haunted Mansion, a copy of the blueprints. I'm not cool enough <laughs> to have the actual <laughs> blueprints. And then I have like lots of little figurines. I have lots of clothes. I have so many ears. Uh-huh. I, have a, I have a lot of Haunted Mansion ears. I, you know, last year they celebrated the 50th anniversary um it opened on august 12th so we just actually celebrated the 51st anniversary and so they came out with all this really cool merch which was bad for my bank account um i don't i don't know there's something about it that i gave into this cult like so you're clearly obsessed with the haunted mansion i want to know if you have someone that's coming to Disney for the very first time and, or for whatever reason, you can only go on one ride ever. Like, is this the one that you suggest people do? Is this yeah. the one that you would force them to go on? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I guess that's <laughs> an easy answer. But well, well, actually, it's hard because I get that that might not be most people's. But if you want to see the pure joy that Disney brings me personally... Then you have to come with me on the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> that's, a very, that's a very selfish way to look at <laughs> well, it. Well, you yes, said- if I have a friend that can only go on one ride, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like the reason they're going to Disney is to see how much Disney means to me. Then no. uh, we're okay. going on the Haunted Mansion. Okay, okay, okay. Like, not If they can only go on one ride, I'd probably say like Space Mountain or something. But if they're coming to see Disney, like, okay, Kelly, why do you love it so much? I'm going to say, look at me. Look at this. Beautiful. Watch me while I go on this ride. <laughs> oh, God. This is not coming out, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out how it should, though. It's no. very fun. Uh, I just... I want I want other people to experience this religious experience with me. Like, it's just... I, I'm like... I'm, I'm getting too excited. Like, my brain can't catch up with my mouth <laughs> of how fast I want to talk about this. So, when I go to Disneyland... If I don't go on the Haunted Mansion, I'm, like, nervous something bad is going to happen. Like, I feel, like, superstitious about it. Is what that if weird? It, like, if it's... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> what if it's broken down? Oh, then it sucks. But then it's like, right. okay, well, it wasn't my fault. And, uh, oh, my God, actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, but a friend of mine's friend is working on the lights right now. Trying to fix them? Or yeah, yeah. He's doing like electrical stuff in it right now. And I geeked out like as if it was, you know, Billie Eilish or something. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I also think it's funny that you're like, I don't know if I'm allowed to share, but <laughs> someone is working on the lights. <laughs> Why aren't you allowed to share that they're doing maintenance? I don't know. Because they're like so cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, no, that's fun. Would you ever, like, if, have you been through it while the lights have been on? I assume that happens maybe if there's, like, a severe shutdown. No, I haven't. And I wouldn't want to. I didn't, yeah, I wouldn't think so. That and Space Mountain. I'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. Space Mountain, I could handle a little bit more. I think it would be interesting because, like, you're not revealing any real tricks. You're just kind of probably seeing the tracks, which I think would be kind of cool to see. Um, in yeah. fact, I'm sure I could Google it and see it. But but Haunted Mansion, there's there does seem to be like a little bit of the magic of the effects, and like I, it's be, it's supposed to be dark, and I don't, I mean, I don't want to ruin that. Um, yeah. So, so if I'm ever on it and it breaks down, I'm just like closing my eyes, let me feel my way out. <laughs> there, um, there was a a time where I went with a friend and. And he was a newer friend, and he was like, hey, you know, this is known as, like, the makeout ride. And I was like, mm, okay, ew. And then uh, <laughs> we we get on this ride, and I could tell, like, he thought he was going to make a move or something. I was like, I'm sorry, sir. This this is church. Like, I need you to back up. <laughs> this that is... is- you cannot bother me right now. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So I have to imagine that, like, okay, so I, I get it. Haunted Mansion is a fun ride. Um, yeah. But I do feel like at a certain point, you're doing. it's like got to be the same experience almost every time, right? Well, I try to look for new things every time, even though I probably am not seeing new things. I like to trick my brain and like, oh, like that might be something you didn't notice before. <laughs> and if you're with somebody, are you like showing them all the stuff or are you letting them have their own experience? I let them have their own experience unless they ask me like, where are the hidden Mickey's or like, where is uh-huh. some other cool things we'll be able to talk about one day. <laughs> Down- <laughs> I guess the, that's fair. This, the Haunted Mansion episodes are going to go on forever only so I can selfishly keep talking about it. Yeah, since we have there, since there is so much to talk about with this one, I feel like, you know, I, we'll hear more about your personal stuff as we go through it for sure. But I, let's let's get into it. I'm now. I think I'm giving you like forty minutes. So, okay. So okay. what do you got? Are you ready? I'm ready. If you're ready. <gasps> okay. I promise not to quote the whole thing. <laughs> and I promise, as the editor, that if she does, I won't make you all listen to it. <laughs> I want to start out by saying that and when discussing the theme of the ride, the Haunted Mansion, not the actual ride itself, but discussing the the theme of like this ride coming together, there's a lot of different ones. And one of them is that this was the ride that they couldn't figure out until they obviously did. But it took them forever to like, they, they tried everything. And that was so unique. I also feel like this ride really embodies like I said Disney to me but I also think it embodies a lot of like Walt's vision how so what do you mean by that so I feel like Walt has this dark side like it's like yeah like everything is happy and joyful but like also little spooky (laughs) yeah (laughs) when you said that you wanted to talk about Walt's dark side I was like oh I'm sure there's probably like like with any celebrity or successful business person there's probably some type of dark side i hope it's not too dark and they're like he likes skeletons and stuff <laughs> i was like that's not <laughs> what i would consider to be dark but sure um <laughs> okay well his personal dark side we don't talk about on slice of disney <laughs> maybe. we're sure, sticking maybe the patreon episodes <laughs> yes there you go we're talking about the fact that walt always wanted a haunted house in his parks that was like a dream of his and actually his first silly symphony uh, was the skeleton dance in 1929 
okay, what's a silly symphony? It was these songs, you know, orchestrated uh, songs with cartoons that were very, you know, again, 1929. Like, this was huge, being able to watch a cartoon. Um, and so it was a really big deal. And it featured, you know, these bones rising from the graves. And then they joined the graveyard band and they dance. That's cool. Um, and I mean, I thought one of the things I thought was interesting, too, is like, as you mentioned, he always kind of wanted this in the parks, even before he the parks were what they were conceptualized as. Yes. So this is the beginning story of the haunted mansion. <laughs> Will's ready to kill me. I'm not. I just feel like our listeners are ready to turn no, it off. No, they're not ready. Okay. The story of the Haunted Mansion started before Disneyland. Four years before Disneyland, actually. So before Disney, Walt Disney had even come up with the idea of Disneyland, he had come up with this idea for the Mickey Mouse Park, which was going to be an 11-acre park across from his studio. Mm-hmm. And... He had this idea of, you know, like after taking his girls to parks and, you know, fairs and stuff like, okay, I think I could do something like this. He thought of a lot of miniatures, uh, a small train, because again, Walt loves trains. Right. And so he had this vision for what he would do. He he really wanted to create a park where kids and adults could come play together because he hadn't been able to find something like that anywhere else. It's a noble goal. Yes. But as like he was continuing to come up with ideas... I think he realized that his 11-acre lot was not going to be quite big enough for <laughs> these grand dreams he was coming up with because he wanted... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he wanted, like, this main street, and then he was like, and then we'll have, you know, like, a frontier land type... They, they weren't called this at the time, obviously, but, like, that kind of thing. And then they did have this idea of, like, having a spooky road that led to a creepy old house. Ooh. no but that's true like they have like if you look in these old sketches they have like a a winding road that goes off into like it's everything's fun and whatever except that goes into like a cemetery that leads to a church and an old house on the hill and and i think that's the first real iteration of this sort of idea that stuck with walt throughout this development and made you know and was the first iteration of the haunted mansion the first idea of it you could say the idea was haunting him (laughs) Okay, you could not say that. Um, so, just uh, just for fun, I looked up how many acres Disneyland is now. Um, oh yeah, five hundred, five hundred acres. Wow. So, and that's Disneyland. I'm sure Ooh. Disney World is more. Pause really fun. fast and look up Disney World. And Disney World, conversely, I want you to guess. Oh my god. The Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, is this including the stuff they've purchased that they haven't built on? Oh my God. It's 5,000 acres. 30,000 acres. 30,000 acres. The four parks, uh, only about uh, 1,100 acres of that land is devoted to the four theme parks. Wow. But that is, um, a hundred times the original concept of 11 acres. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. There you go. It all started with a mouse. (laughs) But (laughs) taking it back to 1951, that was when the first known illustration of the park that showed the main street and these fields, this western town and a carnival. And this was this was hand drawn by Disney legend Harper Goff. Harper. Harper. And I think this is kind of cool because Harper Goff is kind of the first Imagineer ever because 
like Harper Goff was working on this before WED even existed. So as as Goff and Walt are, you know, working on this idea of Disneyland, Walt Disney realizes, okay, I might need to bring in a creative team. And that's how WED was born. That's how so, it was founded. Yeah. Yes. And with that idea, in 1953, they also had to select a new home for Disneyland because they realized... <laughs> We don't have enough space in our... 11 acres ain't going to cut it. Man, I can't even imagine. That would be ridiculous. It would be a zoo. I mean, like, and I don't mean that in, like, the figurative sense. I mean, like, it would probably literally just be a zoo. Yeah. The first Imagineers that were working at WED, they all came from the motion picture world, which really helped, I think, create the visions that we're still seeing today because they were able to apply the arts and crafts of filmmaking and then put them into the concepts of theme parks. So instead of just putting a ride in there and slapping it you know, on the pavement, they would make a storyboard for the rides first, like they would a movie, and Walt would even like perform the ride. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that, I mean, I think that that's interesting. I think that makes sense, right? It's like the visual components of like, in a movie, you have to think, you're able to direct what your audience is seeing at certain times and like taking that mentality of where's my audience looking? How can I direct them from one area to the next? How can I create this experience beyond here's a ticket, here's your ride. Um, Yeah. So of course the the creatives that are, that excelled in there would, would create something that is this uh, compelling. And we'll talk about um, the Omni mover, the doom buggy in more detail later, but that's, I mean, it's really cool when you think about all of these dark rides and how it is. It's forced perspective. Like the the doom buggy is moving in certain places and angling your body so that you're seeing certain things at certain times to tell the story right. of the haunted mansion. Yeah, totally. I think that is so cool. <laughs> so as Walt, one, I want to. I wonder what kind of voices Walt made, like when he was performing these characters you know i don't i don't know but i do know a random fact um did you know that if you are a writer for the wwe sometimes you have to perform your scripts for events to get them approved because he won't read them wait that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) which kind of feels like a thing that walt would do too uh but clearly he wanted to be in it so yeah (laughs) that is so funny (laughs) it's like which part am i playing (laughs) yeah uh i will be the ghost host (laughs) (laughs) um but so yeah no so they 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 got a lot of creatives from the movie industry how did this lead towards the haunted mansion well so in uh august we're gonna i love focusing on august because it's my birthday uh in 1953 the art director marvin davis who was also working with walt came up with this proposed layout for the disneyland park and it involved a lot of different hubs and spokes um, that allowed traffic to keep moving to places and cinematic backgrounds. I mean, this literally helped him take his ideas of from paper to actually what the reality would look like and how we... Like a full-on blueprint sort of what the parks would look like. Yeah, and it, so kind of, again, like a movie. Like you're walking through stories. And this all, is act one. Yeah. Et and I think that even though this isn't about the Haunted Mansion, this all leads to it because... They're still having the Haunted Mansion in mind from the beginning. And it's allowing it's allowing what ends up becoming the Haunted Mansion to become tangible, like to become tangible, to create these worlds. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the story of this attraction. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of stories to this attraction, but it's that it is always, it's always been there. It's kind of that thing that you can't quite figure out um, in life. It's like a, yeah, it's stuck in your head. You're like, I can't remember who that actor was, whatever it is, and it sticks with you for hours and hours and hours, and, and then maybe even days, and then finally one day you're like, ah, got it. I, I know. Remember that time when I like was stuck on this one thing and I want to go back and answer it now? <laughs> um, that's kind of what this ride is because it's, yeah. it's, it's on the sketch, but no one has figured out exactly what it is. They know they want it to be part of it, but we don't know what it is yet. Yeah. And so this guy, Marvin Davis, we're also going to talk about Mark Davis, another Imagineer. Uh, and another thing I like about this before I get ahead of myself is that how many Imagineers that were so prolific are involved in this ride. And so I oh, like yeah. going I like going through and mentioning them because they've worked on like Marvin Davis for instance. He was this master planner, art director, designer. He had his hands in almost everything at the beginning. Well, mm-hmm. you know, Sleeping Beauty's Castle, Main Street, the Haunted Mansion, Walt Disney World. He helped design the exteriors of these you know, iconic places. Yeah, and and you know, before we get to the end of it, we'll we'll have gone through a lot of different Imagineers that will have some idea for this that ends up making it to the final version. That had they had to do it themselves, probably wouldn't have been as successful. But because it became right. this kind of smorgasbord, this melting pot of all of these different creative minds, um, it ultimately results in what we have. And I, honestly, like th- learning about this has get, made me appreciate. Uh, the ride so much more than just going on it. Oh my God, um, that made me so happy. Well, I mean, settle down. I'm not buying the <laughs> things of it yet. I, I, it. I was actually going to say something else really corny too. I was going to say, just like this podcast, we work together. Uh, what? You're breaking up. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh Zoom, no. The Zoom call Zoom uninstalled up. itself from my, <laughs> my computer. Well... By late September 1953, <laughs> Walt called in another... Yeah, you don't need me for this anyways. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Walt called in another Imagineer, Herb Ryman. And he asked him, he was like, you know what? This was great what Marvin was doing, but we got to make it even more exquisite. Like, we're about to go to investors and we really need them to give us a lot of money. So this has to be amazing. The map is beautiful. And even on this map... If you look at the end of Main Street, set in a back corner underneath some leaves and trees and stuff, is an old house. Clearly, the Haunted Mansion. So once again, this idea is still just sticking there. It's just, yeah, it's like still in the idea, even pitched to the investors, which they loved because clearly Disneyland's a thing now. And, and I, yeah, it's, it's, twi- it's so just, it's just a little glimmer, just a little glimmer in the corner. <laughs> I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, luckily, you don't have to hate me anymore because it's 1955 and Disneyland is open. And the Haunted Mansion is still not there. But we still got hope. Yeah. No, for sure. And then a couple years pass. I mean, Disneyland, you know, we'll talk about the history of the opening day of Disneyland at some point. It was a disastrous mess, but obviously was wildly successful and still is. Um. And so in 1957, two years later, Walt still can't stop thinking about the Haunted Mansion. 
or a haunted house. It wasn't the Haunted Mansion yet, obviously. Right. Um, and so he brings the idea to Imagineer Ken Anderson. And he's like, hey, I need you to resurrect this. I can't stop thinking about it. Well, I think it's interesting because like, I think what we're going to find out too is that he had this vision of a haunted house. And that's basically it. He wasn't like, it needs to be this. It needs to be this. It needs to be this. It was just like, I have this idea and I want, I know I want it, but I don't really know what it is yet. So can you make it for me? So one of my favorite quotes that Ken said was, uh, he's, Ken says, Walt said, we're going to have this haunted house. It's going to be a great place. We're going to use all the ideas we've ever had, and we're going to invent more. We'll need all kinds of ideas and ways to and ways of doing things that we haven't thought of yet, but they will be thought of. And I think that shows like how much he was just like, yep, I want a haunted house, and it's going to be great. Yeah, we don't. somebody figure it out. Uh <laughs> entertain me someone make this house we don't really know what's gonna happen but we know it's gonna be great and all of our ideas any ideas all of them all of them all of the ideas are awesome so ken anderson uh, he has been a loyal artist and art director and writer for disney uh, he applied for a job in 1934 on the silly symphonies so he's been working with walt forever he was the art director of snow white and he was considered a jack of all trades so walt gave gotcha. him he was the sole imagineer on the haunted house project and so he also had already been doing stuff in the theme parks he was one of the lead imagineers on mr toad's wild ride and snow white so he'd been able to prove he knew what he was doing with a little bit of spooky a little bit of dark ride yeah, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's a uh, that's a dark ride. Oh my god, that's gonna be when we talk about it. I'm gonna be like, I don't know. It's that'll be a fun one. It is. It's cool, but it's like you end and you're like, wait, I just I'm in hell. Like, <laughs> yeah. What did basically. I do? I think I don't know. We'll we'll get to that. Yes. So he had worked on those, and by this time, we're jumping forward a year. It is 1958. Ken has this idea he has to do it, but Walt's decided, you know what, I ha I'm going to announce to the world that we're doing New Orleans Square because he loved pirates and he was really excited about the New Orleans Square and again, told the world about the Haunted Mansion. Right. And he kind of pitched it like, it's going to be ready this year. Don't worry. And, you know, he's leaking all of this information about the Haunted Mansion and the people at WED are like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that seems, I would say leak is generous there. He's not leaking. He's telling people. He, <laughs> he's like, yeah, we got it. Uh, by the way, someone figured this out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. He had this interview with BBC um, where he was expressing his, sim his sympathy for all of the ghosts that had been displaced from their ancestral homes during the London Blitz of World War II. And so in doing that, that's when he announced that they were planning to build a retirement home of sorts at Disneyland for all the world's homeless ghosts. I'm not going to lie. So far, this makes me feel like it would suck to work for Walt, <laughs> which I, I feel like I have heard that is somewhat like people have talked about, like, not that it sucks, but like that he's very demanding and also like, but he gets stuff done. So it's like you're always moving forward and it gets good work out of people. But also it's like. Oh, yeah, he was having some interview on the BBC, and now we've got to build a retirement home for ghosts, I guess. Like, <laughs> well, it's funny because, you know, we're jump forward many years, and, 
you know, that was somehow kind of a big inspiration for the final product. Yeah, no, for sure. So now Anderson is studying all of these old plantations and he's coming up with all of these like cool antebellum manners, but you know, they're really eerie. They're covered with weeds and there's swarms of bats everywhere and you know, a screeching cat on the weather vane, like weather vane, really ooh, gives you the heebie jeebies. Because this is based in New Orleans, so it's going for that kind of old southern, as you said, antebellum kind of feel. Yeah. They ended up getting most of their inspiration from the Shipley Lydecker House in Baltimore, Maryland. It looks very similar. <laughs> yeah, if you Google it, you'll be like, oh, I've seen that. And actually, you'll get a couple things that are like, what house was the Haunted Mansion inspired by? <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty pretty clear that that's the case. They have some other houses, too, uh, that went in there. But that's definitely the main one. And so, though there's no storyline, we at least have an exterior idea. Right. We've, we've gotten somewhere. And so, uh, another Imagineer, Sam McKim, he took... Anderson sketches and he made it into this beautiful painting again with the it, it's the Haunted Mansion but covered in vines and it looks really broken down very eerie dark and everybody loved it everyone just thought this was amazing except for Walt what did I say I <laughs> why didn't he love it he really didn't want to have a rundown mansion in his park. He wanted to keep the aesthetic of Dis- his pristine Disneyland, which I love. I think that's so funny. His pristine. We have been unavoidably detained by Frankie's spirits. Kindly remain seated in your doom buggy. We will continue our tour in just a moment. We're good. Cool. All right. (laughs) Let's go. I want to get in my comfy bed. Okay. 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 So, everyone, I'm going to tell you exactly where we are, what is happening, because we've kind of gone on an adventure. (laughs) Much like the development of this ride, it's taken us a number of attempts to get this podcast recording right. Which, Which is so fitting, obviously. We recorded this again a while ago. It was three hours. Um, I decided I love this too much. I wasn't. We needed more. Then we tried to record one day, and we were having such a bad thunderstorm in Atlanta that we weren't able to record. It was way too loud. Got to record the next day. We got about, I mean, we got most of it done. We got up until the point to where you have just heard it. Stop. Yes. (laughs) then your batteries died. And then my batteries died. And then when we started to get back into it, again, it started to storm. Will had to go. It was a mess. I can only take so much, you know. He- <laughs> so. No, no. He had to go see his family. It's I not did. me. He still like he still wants to hang out with me. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we're <laughs> going with. Um, so, but we're back. And hopefully this will be the last uh, part of the first part of the mansion. <laughs> The last part of part one. <laughs> oh, my God. We're actually at a really cool part. So I'm excited to talk about this. Last we talked about was them making this beautiful painting. Uh, Sam McKim made this beautiful painting of Anderson's sketch that showed this rundown manner, uh, 
very swampy, scary, and everyone loved it, except Walt. He said, no, thank you. I will not have <laughs> well, any rundown buildings in my park. No, I am a micromanager, will- and my name is Walt Disney. <laughs> and Will does not want to work for him. <laughs> no, he does not. Unless you're How- hiring, in which case maybe I do. <laughs> How many stars would you give him as a boss? I would give him three stars out of five. I feel like that would inspire him to work harder, and I kind of feel like that's the Walt motto. Like, I feel like he gives all of his employees three stars, and so me giving it to him would make him be like, I need to be a better boss. Like, game, respect, game. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Walt and I, very similar. (laughs) In this game, Anderson had to go take a weekend trip. He went up to Northern California. Uh, Whether it was for work or pleasure, I'm totally not sure, because he is visiting a random house. Um, And so he went to the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose. Which is a very cool house. I've never been, but it sounds cool. Oh, my God. I really want to go, especially after reading about this, because I didn't even know, like, Winchester, what that is. Winchester. You didn't know what Winchester was? No. I know. I'm a terrible Southerner. I know. I was like, I know that, and I'm not a gun person, (laughs) but I grew up in Kentucky, so I know what a Winchester is. All right. Nah. I'm an artist. We don't shoot guns. Uh, and unless, now, they, uh, unless they're introduced in Act One, and then we have to. Yeah, act three. yeah exactly. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I mean, lots of people do. I just, I have not I personally. Know, I know. Um, so Sarah Winchester, who was the widow of the creator of the Winchester rifle, had been convinced by a psychic that if she continually added to her house, that it would protect her from all the spirits of those who were killed by her husband's creation. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, and, and and because of that, right? It's like she added, but not. It was always just like, well, we need to, we need to. Add. It's like Tetris. Okay, actually, I feel like this is a good analogy. Her <laughs> house is like Tetris when you lose control and you're just finding spots to put the blocks that are not going to get to the end. So like, she has hallways that lead to nothing and doorways that might lead out a third story. Uh, yeah. floor or doors that might open into a brick wall it's just additions to have additions on it and even elevators can we get credit for my or can i get credit for my tetris analogy i feel like that was a pretty that good was one. great thank it was you. awesome thank you yeah i i don't like to compliment you often but i'll, I'll give you that one <laughs> I appreciate um that. <laughs> yeah it was it's this wacko house um do you think maybe Madame Leota was the psychic? <laughs> no, but I do I do love that this woman, you know, trusted a psychic and then now, you know, the haunted mansion that some of this was inspired by, we have a whole scene that is about a psychic. That's true. So this really 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 inspired Anderson. He came back really excited, told Walt about it. Walt's like, "All right, let's go. Come up with some stories." And that Proved to be a challenge. <laughs> oh, my God. So this this part, I know that Will is restricting my, my time on talking about the Haunted Mansion, but we're going to talk about the first three storylines. Four. We're going to talk about the first four storylines that, you know, that were that Anderson came up with for the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, because, like, at the end of the day, honestly, I think... I, coming up with the story is what took so long in the development of this ride. I mean, they had a lot of different ideas 
for a lot of different things, but pulling it all together into one cohesive ride that met the satisfaction of everyone that worked on the ride. I think that was what became one of the most challenging parts. And also, how do you do? Like, it's tough. How do you have a scary ride in the happiest place on earth, right? Um, or is it a funny ride? Or is it something else entirely? We don't know. Which and they played with so much. Exactly. And so I, I think you'll see that as we detail, like, the different attempts that they had at narratives. And some of them are pretty cool and, like, I think would have also been fun, but just didn't quite click for one reason or the other. So Yes. So the first idea was the legend of Captain Gore. This was, uh, uh, Ken Anderson wrote this in 1957. It was his first plan for the ghost house, because remember, it was not the haunted mansion yet. And it told the fictional story of Captain Gore, who was, you know, posing as like a great guy, but was actually like... Like all sea captains do. <laughs> you know. Doesn't every great story start with an evil sea captain? <laughs> I would like to think so. Uh, and then... I'm going to stop you right there. Why? Because there are four of these, and I know yeah. that there's a lot more depth to this story and this narrative, and I hate to do this but i do think we need to give these narratives their own episode like one episode for all four but i think they deserve a deeper look wait really yeah really okay we're we're already at x amount of minutes which we'll find out when i edit but (laughs) okay well here i mean you i i get to talk more about haunted mansion so like that's good with me (laughs) um i think i think just to deliver on the the premise of our podcast Give me a hidden gem. Uh, give me like a secret that you know about that someone will appreciate the ride more if they know about. So this is literally my favorite fact. That we're going to Disneyland for this one. Every time I'm on it, I'm like, if, well, for people I haven't been on it before with, I'm like, hey, look at this. So uh, let's be honest. For people that you've been on it before with too, you're probably still showing it to them. <laughs> like, oh, uh, did you know this? And like, yeah, you told me last time, which was three hours ago. <laughs> You be quiet, Will. Um, (laughs) So in the ballroom scene, as you start to exit on the the second half of the ballroom scene, there are these two gentlemen that come out of paintings and they're having a duel, uh, which is where, you know, you turn around and you you take some paces and then you shoot your gun. And I guess someone else was like, hey, I'm going to shoot my gun at them too. And so they shot at the paintings so they brought like a gun literally onto the ride yeah audience participation (laughs) my god different times so they shot Um, at the painting yes and there's a huge piece of glass between the scene and us it it is a solid piece of glass that is taking up that entire room so here is this tiny little spot that somebody shot through that in order for them to take that off and put a new piece in, they would have to take apart the entire building, take off the roof. Because it's one single pane of glass. It's not like in. Yes. Yeah, okay. So huge. Millions and millions of dollars probably to take care of. And instead of doing that, they're like, you know what? We're just going to put a little spider on top of the spot. And so if you're going, there's a little spider on where that bullet went through that you can see. And that's why they don't allow guns in Disneyland. (laughs) That's the whole reason. (laughs) That's cool. 
That's cool. I think I've actually seen that one because I think I've been on this ride with you before. Um, but it is a pretty yeah, cool Yeah, you one. definitely it's a have. fun ride. Um, they decided in, in this that instead of spending like, you know, a million dollars or whatever, they would spend like three dollars. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, that's cool. Well, okay. So, you know, I would ask the normal questions, but obviously this is going to be a continuing series. And I think it'll be. I write great. it every time. No wait is too long. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's that, that I, and we already know the answer for these. So, but yeah. there is one I will ask, which okay. is, what would you change? Literally nothing. Duh. Okay. Well, fair. I guess I could have seen that coming. Um, so I think since it's supposed to be like a haunted house, I think it would be cool if there was like an actual axe murderer in there that's like chasing. Oh my here. god! And so like stop. every stop, third... stop talking, stop talking, what? stop talking. Come on, it'd be fun. That is... No, that's a terrible idea. Okay. That should never happen. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. If it does happen, you know where no, you got you're the fired. idea from, Disney. No, no, you're fired. Five stars. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, we'll be back soon. Ah, I'm sad it's over for part one. Yeah, but I think it was a good setup. We there's, you know, there's a lot that goes into the development of this ride, and you know, at the end of the day, we're not even there yet. These narratives that we're going to get into, I think, are going to be real interesting. It's probably the next one that we're going to release. And uh, there's still a lot more after that, too. So, But when the timing might be spooky. Or, like, two months. <laughs> Your choice. Well, well, I know that you hate doing nice things for me, but thank you for letting me record Haunted Mansion for my birthday. You're welcome. The four <laughs> times we've recorded it. I know. <laughs> uh one day maybe like on like i do like ev- that we did this for your birthday because that means you don't get a chance to re-record it since we are recording uh 28 hours away from your birthday i know so. i know if we ever get a patreon or something we should release the first three hours that we recorded sure it's me being like so nerdy and just reciting a million facts and nervous it was both and of, so ner- so nervous, so so nervous. Like I feel a little better that you cut me off this time, but I feel like I was trying to fit everything in. Yeah, because I was like, the world needs to know the truth. No, I'm sure. and I'm the one to do it. And um, I and everyone needs to hear my story. <laughs> all right, on that well, note, the, I know. Thank you for listening. Oh my god, it means so much to me. Please, please, please like subscribe share yeah if you know if you know a friend if you have a friend that's like into disney i i think they probably like this podcast so share it with them you can talk about your favorite memories send them to us and we'll share with uh, everybody what you have to say you guys are making me so happy with your responses and thoughts so please continue to do so uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Slice of Disney and on Twitter at Slice underscore of underscore Disney. And you can email us at Slice of Disney pod at gmail.com. Yay. I love y'all. Uh, it's my birthday. So celebrate life in general and have a great day. Keep okay, bye. I mean, <laughs> hurry back. Hurry back. Make sure to bring your death certificate.
if you decide to join.